Hi, you're listening to Stay Tuned, and this week we are looking at some of our favorite character actors. Last time we looked at Madge Blake and Hope Summers, who had a lot in common. Today we are learning more about Mary Wicks and Susan Oliver, who had very little in common. So let's learn a little bit about these two interesting women. It's not surprising that Mary Wick shortened her last name after being born Mary Wickenhauser in 1910 in St. Louis. Her father was a banker and the family had plenty of money. After high school, Mary attended Washington University in St. Louis, majoring in political science, planning a career in law. One of her professors suggested she try theater, so she dipped her toe into it by doing summer theater in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. After deciding a career in acting was definitely for her, she moved to New York City. She quickly found a role in The Farmer Takes a Wife on Broadway in 1934. In this show, which starred Henry Fonda, Mary was Margaret Hamilton's understudy. Mary had a chance to perform during the run and received excellent reviews. Mary understood that comedy was definitely the field she needed to pursue. She was lucky enough to continue getting roles on Broadway, appearing in several shows throughout the 1930s, including Stage Door and Hitch Your Wagon. She was also cast in The Man Who Came to Dinner as Nurse Preen with Monty Woolley. She continued to receive encouraging reviews, and when Warner Brothers decided to turn that play into a movie, both Mary and Monty Woolley were part of the cast. Mary became known for being a little sarcastic and very witty. She was given roles in the film Now Voyager with Betty Davis, again playing a nurse. Mary flip-flopped from Broadway to Hollywood, taking roles that interested her. She would appear in both Moonlight Bay and By the Light of the Silvery Moon with Doris Day, White Christmas, The Music Man, and then she cornered the market in roles of smart-alecky teachers, nurses, and housekeepers. When she transitioned to television, she often continued in these types of roles. Her first two recurring roles were housekeepers named Alice on Halls of Ivy from 1954 to 5 and Katie on Annette in 1958. From 1956 to 58, she played Liz O'Neill, Danny Thomas's press agent on Make Room for Daddy. Throughout the 1950s, she would appear on numerous shows, including Zorro. One of my favorite episodes with Mary was the 1952 episode, The Ballet on I Love Lucy. Wicks played Madame Lamond, a formidable ballet teacher who taught Lucy. Wicks and Lucy would remain lifelong friends. After Mary's death, Lucy Arnaz talked about her relationship with their family. She said, for my brother and me, Mary was just like one of the family. If any of us were sick or even in bed with a cold, Mary would show up at the back door with a kettle of chicken soup. She could be loud and boisterous and as demanding as any character she played, but she was also very loving and giving. What a lady. Mary would appear on numerous episodes of Lucille Ball's other shows in the 60s and 70s. In the 1960s, Mary continued to show up on a variety of TV shows. We see her on My Three Sons, Bonanza, F Troop, The Doris Day Show, The Donna Reed Show, and I Spy. She also had recurring roles in three different shows during the decade. The Gertrude Berg Show, Dennis the Menace, and Temple Houston. In the Gertrude Berg Show, Mary was landlady Winona Maxfield. She was hilarious on Dennis the Menace, playing Miss Cathcart, an older neighbor looking for the, a man. On Temple Houston, she played Ida Goff. Temple was Sam Houston's real son, a circuit-riding lawyer. As Mary aged, she progressed to the cranky relative or nosy neighbor type of character. In the 1970s, she was a regular on Julia, Doc, and the Jimmy Stewart Show. On Julia, she was Dr. Chegley's wife, Melba. She went back to her role as nurse on Doc. On the Jimmy Stewart Show, she is Mrs. Bullard. 
Two of my favorite episodes of her from the 1970s were her roles on Columbo and MASH. On Columbo, Mary plays a landlady of a victim who's been murdered. She and Columbo have a priceless conversation during the show, suitable for framing. On MASH, Mary played Colonel Reese, who was observing Margaret and the nurses. In the 1980s, Mary's schedule slowed down a bit. She did revive her role as a maid on the Love Boat in 1981. From 1989 to 91, she took another regular role as housekeeper Marie Merkin on the Father Dowling Mysteries. In the 1990s, Mary was primarily providing voice characters. She taped five episodes of Life with Louie, which aired from 95 to 7, and was Laverne in The Hunchback of Notre Dame in 1996. Unfortunately, she would not live to see them on the big screen. In 1995, she passed away after having respiratory problems. While a patient in the hospital, she fell and broke her hip. She died of complications caused by the surgery. Mary never married or had children, and as part of her legacy, she left $2 million donation in memory of her parents to the television, film, and theater arts at Washington University. On the other hand, we have Susan Oliver, more than 20 years younger than Wicks. She was born in 1932 in New York. Her real name was Charlotte Gerke. Her father was a political reporter for the New York World. Her parents divorced when she was quite young, and she grew up in boarding schools. She traveled with her father to Japan when he took a post there. She enrolled at the Tokyo International College, studying American pop culture. While Wicks was the wisecracking comedic foil, Oliver was the leading lady character with the blue eyes, blonde hair, and heart-shaped face. In 1949, she traveled to LA to see her mother, who had found her niche as an astrologer to the stars. Susan then enrolled at Swarthmore College. After graduation, she continued acting courses in New York City's neighborhood playhouse. Her first Broadway part came in 1957 as the daughter of a revolutionary veteran in small war on Murray Hill. Returning to LA, she started a film career. Though she would appear in 15 big screen movies, television is where she spent most of her time. She honed her acting skills in the 1950s and 60s. Her first job was on the Goodyear Playhouse in 1955. She continued with a lot of drama and theater shows the first few years of her career. She also took roles in shows like Father Knows Best, Suspicion, The David Niven Show, Bonanza, The Twilight Zone, The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, The Alfred Hitchcock Hour, The Andy Griffith Show, Ben Casey, Dr. Kildare, The Man from Uncle, I Spy, My Three Sons, and The Wild Wild West. I read several times that she turned down lead roles in series to retain her independence but I never read any specific roles that she turned down. In 1966, she accepted a recurring role of Anne Howard in Peyton Place. She had signed a contract for a year, but after five months, her character was killed off on the show. She made a pilot for a new show titled Apartment in Rome that did not sell. Oliver never did get another show of her own, but she continued to guest on shows throughout the 70s and 80s, including Love American Style, Gunsmoke, The FBI, the Love Boat, Magnum P.I., Murder, She Wrote, and Simon and & Simon. One of the reasons she didn't want to be tied down was her interest in flying. In 1959, a Boeing 707 she was a passenger on plummeted 30,000 feet into the Atlantic Ocean before leveling out. After that scare, she decided to learn to fly. In 1964, she started flying single-engine planes. Bill Lear brought her on board to become the first woman to train on his new Lear jet. She would star in a movie about Amelia Earhart. She also later wrote about her flying experiences in an autobiography called Odyssey, A Daring Transatlantic Journey in 1983. 
In the mid-1970s, she stopped accepting most acting roles and quit flying. She enrolled in the 1974 AFI Directing Workshop for Women with peers Lily Tomlin, Marco Kidder, Kathleen Nolan, and Maya Angelou. During the final season of MASH, she directed an episode of the show. She would later direct an episode of Trapper John M.D. At age 58, Oliver was diagnosed with colorectal and eventually lung cancer. She died in 1990. Oliver was an interesting actress. Apparently, she loved acting but never wanted to be tied down. She not only was an aviator and director, but a writer. She was practicing Buddhist and a baseball expert as well. Wicks and Oliver were very different women with very different interests and acting roles. They both remained single and devoted themselves to their careers, but they were both women who were always in demand for their acting ability. Two people well worth celebrating and remembering.